This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 445. High-scoring houseguest IELTS speaking answers. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. Hey, Jessica, I heard you climbed a mountain this morning. Is that true? You <laughs> ran a mountain? I don't know. I like to say that it's a mountain. It's te- it's called Mount Tabor. And mm. so the mount in that title makes it sound like a mountain. It's mm. not. It's more of a hill. It's <laughs> not like I like to say I ran up a mountain this morning because it sounds really cool. Um, <laughs> but if I'm honest, it's only like I'd say like half a mile up. That's not. <laughs> Huge, but nonetheless, I hadn't done it in a couple months, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to be kind of sore because it's half a mile of stairs, and I was a little tired. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, good workout, though. Good workout. I like running up mountains. It's quite a challenge sometimes. It's awesome. It's awesome. But like you said, like, because you've noted um, in talking about hiking before how it's different because like here, if I say I ran up a mountain, like there are stairs. Like I have concrete paths and railings. But you've been going for some like crazy hikes just over rocks and stuff, right? Uh, Yeah, yeah. We just finished the second part of the presidential traverse on Sunday. And uh, it was it was insane how how strong the wind was at the top of Mount Washington. It was unbelievable. Uh, But but it was easier than last year's traverse. Uh, The second half of it was easier than the first half, but we finished it. So, Hmm. you know, basically what you're doing is you're walking, you're walking an entire mountain range, right? So, you know, you're walking along the ridge of the mountain. So that's why you're so exposed to the elements, to the sun and the wind. Oh my gosh. Um, but that it was sounds cool. incredible. It was oh my God, cool. that sounds so awesome. Yeah. You are you real- like, are you a person who would be taking pictures the whole time or are you like just in the activity? I would imagine no. you would be more like focused on the hike and like the craziness of the experience than always like snapping pictures and stuff. Yeah, I don't like to snap. Sometimes the people I'm hiking with will take a lot of photos, but yeah, I like yeah. to take, take pictures of the people I'm with, but I don't sure. know. A picture of a mountain is a picture of a mountain. Like I, I would, know, right? I would forget which mountain it is after <laughs> after That's a true, year or though. something. You know, I don't really take a ton of photos of landscapes generally when I hike because they all look the same. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. true. Or like if you're if you've traveled around Europe a, a little bit and it's like uh, cathedrals. I'm not going to yeah, take any no. more pictures of old buildings because you no. uh, whatever you forget you don't look at them. Okay. Exactly. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, guys, I was thinking over the weekend, I think I was writing like I was writing something for our blog and I realized that we hadn't yet talked about a speaking part one topic that comes up quite often on the IELTS test. So um, I wanted to talk about we wanted to talk about this today because it's 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 culturally specific and therefore, right, it's more interesting. So the topic is about having guests in your home. And this is this very widely from culture to culture, right? 
Oh, hugely. Yeah. I mean, I know here in the U.S. it's pretty common, you know, especially if you don't live in a big city like New York. New York, it's not. But in other cities, it is to have friends over, to have dinner parties, but not everywhere. Right. You said when you were in Taiwan, it wasn't common. Yeah, it's just it's something that just doesn't happen. Like it was a weird idea to some of my students when I would talk about, yeah, my friends came over last night and we did this and that. And um, when the Taiwanese meet friends and listeners, if I have this wrong, forgive me, write us a letter and I will recognize it on the podcast. But this was my experience that the Taiwanese (laughs) friends I had when when they made plans to meet us or to meet each other then it would be always out in public at like to go get tea or go to hot pot or walk around this park or right it's always like outside the home and Lindsay I mean I don't think I ever thought about why exactly I just thought it was like a privacy comfort thing Mm -hmm. but because you said this Mm -hmm. happens in Japan as well yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, you know, my apartment in Tokyo was so small that even if I tried to have people over, it just wouldn't make any sense. I would, I wouldn't, it's yeah. not a fun place to hang out because it's just, you live in a shoebox. Right. I mean, I did. I lived in a shoebox. It felt like <laughs> I lived, but there's so much to do outside of, I mean, the city of Tokyo is so fascinating and there's just so much sure. to do. So why, why, why would you even want to be in your apartment anyways? Right. That was my mentality. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's true. But um it, but that's a really good point though that a lot of the apartments are tiny. So of yeah. course you're not going to like throw a dinner party for 10 guests. Like that's <laughs> you're not going to do that. So anyway, guys, um we, if you get questions like this that don't necessarily pertain to your culture, just remember our um strategy of honesty, right? Just say to be honest, we don't really do this in my country because we really live in quite small places, but, but we do like to meet our friends in, you know, in a tea house or at a hot pot place or, you know, you can continue. You could keep developing your answer, but, um, you could also recognize how you have learned from today's episode, um, that Americans or British people, um, Europeans, I'm pretty sure this is a commonality in all English speaking countries, at least that we do have friends over. So you Mm -hmm. could recognize that and talk about what you learned today. You could talk about that in your answers. Yeah. I love that. I love the idea of artic- that's another thing that you can articulate, you know, and that would probably impress the examiner quite a bit, right? If you're able to articulate that, you know that, you know, in other cultures, it's different, but this is what you do in your culture. That's kind of a cool thing to be able to say. Yeah, totally. And guys, if you could use, I'm always, I'm, I keep waiting for students to talk about podcasts on the speaking exam and like the practice tests and stuff that I do with students. Cause I know we get, we have provided so many resources for podcasts to listen to. And I'm just like, I know you guys are listening. I just please talk about <laughs> it on the exam because it would be so impressive. Um, yeah, yeah. okay. So <laughs> Lindsay and I are going to answer these questions from, uh, from our perspective, right? To give you uh, an idea of what what our culture is surrounding guests in the home. And again, guys, you can get vocab from these answers. You can take these ideas and examples and uh, talk about them in your own answers. Don't, don't say they're yours. Don't say you do this, but say, I heard it on a podcast <laughs> that this <laughs> happens in America. Yeah, okay. I love that. Um, so I'm going to ask you first, Lindsay. Okay, uh, I'm see. ready. 
<laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Lindsay, just to remind you, this is speaking part one. So we okay. usually aim for three to five sentences. Okay. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. How often do you have guests in your home? Well, I share my home with four other roommates. We are here in this big old house on the corner in Cambridge. So, you know, typically during the summer, we'll have friends over for, you know, outdoor stuff in the front lawn, like barbecues and fire pits and things like that. Usually about, um, you know, once a month, something like that, generally. Okay. Guys, fire pits. I'm pretty sure this isn't common in every culture. Um, let's, let's learn what a fire pit is. A friend of mine just got like a little fire pit thing for her backyard. It's super awesome. So, so cool. Lindsay, what's a, what's a fire pit? <laughs> yeah. Well, a fire pit is just having, you know, having a little fire, um, in your yard usually, right? You can also have them when you're camping, but we have a special table mm-hmm. that actually is a fire pit itself. It's a table and yeah. it's a fire pit. Yeah. That's so so cool. So cool. When you don't want to fire, you just cover it up and it's flat like a table. But when you do want to fire, you just open it up, put the logs inside and start it. So we found that that's a really nice way to build community around our house and have our friends over in the past couple summers. Yeah. Really cool. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, man, that sounds so fun. Oh, do you make s'mores? Please totally. make s'mores. I, yes. I, I always push for s'mores whenever I have a fire pit, whether it's <laughs> camping or outside my house. I always want s'mores. Yes. Oh, me too. Oh, I love it. That's so awesome. Oh, okay, let's do, let's do one more question. Uh, okay. Lindsay, do you want to ask me the next one? Hello, awesome and intelligent IELTS Energy listeners. If you would like to get into the same course that helped Diego get his overall 8 and helped Lucas get an overall 8.5 on their IELTS exams, get into 3 Keys IELTS today. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Absolutely. So, Jessica, how do you welcome visitors to your home? Well, you know, I think my mom would be proud of me in this way. She really taught me that it's important to be very respectful and welcoming and and generous as much mm-hmm. as you can to visitors in your home. Like you like you really want to make people feel at home, right? And comfortable mm-hmm. and that they could relax. So, when people come over, no matter if I know them or I don't know them, I always offer them a snack. Like I really love feeding people. <laughs> I don't know if it's like um my friends may fun of me because they're like, oh, you're such a mom. But I think I always did this. So like yesterday, um, a friend came over to help me do some cleaning. And and so I gave her a plate of cheese and crackers and (laughs) like some, (laughs) I forget, I think I made her some tea or something. But yeah. So anyway, I think it's really important to just make sure people are like fed and offer them something to drink and really just take time to allow them to relax in your home. Oh, that's so nice. I love that. Very cool. Okay. Excellent. I like that. It was quite a long answer, too. It was good. It was. Good. Yeah. Probably too long. <laughs> but guys, if, you know, the, the guideline of three to five sentences, again, just remember to be flexible. Some mm. answers could be three sentences. Some answers could be 10. Mm. Um, it's really going to vary according to what you say. So don't stick too strictly to numbers, especially in these sort of creative, productive parts of the test, like speaking and writing. You have to be a little more flexible with like strategies and guidelines. 
guidelines, right? Make yeah. sure it's appropriate to the topic, etc. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah. I I like how in your answer, you went back to like where you got your mindset. That's kind of a nice thing that our listeners could add into their answer if they feel like they're, you know, struggling for filling the time or giving some kind of interesting answer. Just adding like, oh, you do something, but why do you do it? It's because of the influence of your mom, right? That's what your mom instilled in you, right? So nice opportunity for vocabulary and to add more substance to your answer, I think. Thank you. I worked really hard on that answer. I could tell. (laughs) (laughs) So, guys, the next step for you is to um, think about these questions and how they pertain to your culture and how you would answer them. Um, And, guys, you can always come back to the blog and comment on this episode and share your answers with us. Come back to IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com, search episode 445, Um, and you could comment and tell us about your culture, or you could leave us a review on iTunes, and you could share your answer there. Absolutely, guys. Those reviews really help us. So go over and leave that review. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast in your podcast player. Just go ahead and hit subscribe. Very cool. And Jessica, where can our listeners see our success stories from our course? Yeah. So um, we've had so many success stories lately, guys. Um, You just heard an episode with Anastasia on Monday, how she increased her score by a whole band point. And we have, I am recording with more students um, like this week. So you're going to hear a lot more. Anyway, you can see these incredible score increases um, by going to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. We are adding more stories weekly. Just uh, so many at this point, guys. So go over, check it out. You can see it works and then you can get into the course right there. Even upgrade to have those personal classes with me on Skype. Um, And then, yeah, and then we'll see you in there. (laughs) You got it. All right, Jessica, thanks for hanging out today. It's been fun. Awesome. Thank you, Lindsay. Have a good day. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.